0: Hello everyone, I'm Jensene Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, a testimony of your story for His glory. Recorded live at the NRB Convention, Orlando, Florida. Jonathan Kahn caused a national and international store with his New York Times best-selling The Harbinger. He has addressed members of Congress and the United Nations. He leads the Jerusalem Center Beth Israel in Wayne, New Jersey and is president of Hope of the World, an outreach to peoples throughout the world. His newest book has just come out and is already a New York Times bestseller, topping all the best-seller lists From the Christian Charts to Wall Street Journal, USA Today, and Publisher Weekly, the book of Mysteries. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome back to Testimony, always a joy and indeed an honor, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. Rabbi Kahn, welcome back to Testimony.
1: great to be here with you, Jensen. I'm glad we could do this.
0: Well, it is so great to see you again at the NRB in Orlando uh, for the National Religious Broadcasters Convention. I want to get right to your Book of Mysteries. First question, what is the Book of Mysteries? And what kind of mysteries will it reveal?
1: Yeah, If the harbinger is the revealing of a mystery, the book of mysteries is the revealing, literally open up of hundreds of the mysteries of God, uh, what I believe are some of the greatest mysteries, the mysteries of the age, the mysteries of the Bible that you can never see in English, uh, the hidden writings of the rabbis that that prove Jesus, the mysteries of heaven, the mysteries of God himself, mysteries of our life, destiny. What's we? Our life is a mystery. How do you solve that? So really, so much, there, there's no end to God. And so I wrote this. For that reason, you know, that, that there's so much. And there's a like the Harbinger, there's a story, or there's a narrative that it opens up where a man goes into the desert, meets a man called the teacher. Teacher takes him on this one year odyssey. Throughout the desert, on mountaintops and caves and secret chambers, and every day he opens up another mystery of God. So there, are, so the reader, you're getting, jo- you're getting drawn into this this journey. You're journeying with him, and every day, because it's every day, there are 365 mysteries of God. So there's a mystery for every day of the year. And so now people are reading it right through, but most people are reading it like a devotional, and it's that too. Um, and the thing is that, but every day it's another mystery, and it's not just to receive. It's not just to Get blown away by God, that's great, but it's to apply it to your life. So at the end of every mystery, the teacher gives the disciple the way to apply the mystery to change your life, and that's really for the reader reading it. So, and there's also streams of mysteries that, that there are mysteries that's not just one day, but there's each one is a puzzle piece that that keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger until the end of the book when they all come together.
0: Wow, wow. Okay, in one of the mysteries that you talk about in your book, it's the mystery of God's name. Can yes. you explain? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, at one point the teacher says to the to the to the disciple says, "Do you know the name of God?" He says, "No." He says, "Well, he says, no, you do. You say it all the time.' We all say the name of God, and we don't even realize it. People around the world, even those who don't know God, say the name of God. The name of God is YHVH in Hebrew. We keep, we don't even know how to say it. Yahweh. We don't know how to say it. But it means I am. If you say if you say I'm Jensen and I'm I say I'm Jonathan, I'm you're saying the name of God. We're saying because before you say your name, you first say the name of God. I am." I am Jonathan, I am Jensen. You mu- God made it that you must say the name of God when you talk about yourself because you exist only because he exists. And so every time, that everybody in the world says it. So one of the keys is, and even if you say, Jensen, even if you say, I'm, I'm, I'm lonely or I'm alone. No, you're not. You're saying, I am alone. He's with you and that, as you do that. He's with you. Jesus on the cross is part of this mystery. He's with us in everything. And so one of the mystery, one of the ways to show you how you apply the mystery is thats that, is that uh, is that the thing? Is that we think about living for God, but the the deepest mystery is to live from God, and that is that every moment, because every moment you can say I am. That's you're living it because He is I am. That's why you're I am. That's why I'm I am. Because because it's He's I am. He's our I am. So therefore, live every moment from God. When you love, love from God. When don't try to don't try to be a Christian on your own. Do it from God. You know, move from God. Speak from God. And that's that's the that's the key of life.
0: Wow, now how did God reveal that particular mystery to you? I have never, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, heard anyone say that. It makes too much sense.
1: <laughs> it makes too much sense, that's right. That's what I think that, that's what I think the mysteries are, that, that you know, the mysteries of God is is there on one hand they're so deep, on the other hand they're so simple, but God just I don't you know, Jency, we just have to be open and we have to seek God and if we seek we'll find. And I just had to seek God, Lord show me, and it comes.
0: That is fantastic. Now, you have brought us also, aside from the Harbinger, the mystery of the Shemitah. But the Book of Mysteries reveals the mystery of smicha.
1: Yeah, that's very good. The, what, the,
0: what is the that? Smiha. that?
1: The That is smiha? That is this. Before a sacrifice could be offered up, The priests had to perform something called the smicha. What they did is they took the palms of their hands, they had to to place it on the head of the sacrifice, and they had to confess the sins onto the sacrifice. They had to become one with that sacrifice in order for the sacrifice to die for those who was offered up. It has to become one. Messiah is the sacrifice. So shouldn't there have been something like this before he was offered up? Well, think about it. He was taken to the Sanhedrin, not just because the Sanhedrin was corrupt, Because the Sanhedrin had the priests in there, and it's the priests who must deliver the sacrifice to its death. So that's why he was taken to the Sanhedrin. But before that, according to the mystery, the palms of their hands must touch the head of the sacrifice. Before he was offered up, the Bible says, the Gospels say, they all started striking him on the head. And the Greek says it was the palms of their hand that touched the head of the sacrifice. They are performing the smicha. And according to that mystery, they had to, they had to pronounce the sin on it. Well, did they? Yeah, the high priest said, this one is he's guilty of the blasphemy. Well, according to the mystery, it wasn't his sin. It wasn't Jesus' sin. It was their sin that they were putting onto him. They were the blasphemers. And so it was the blasphemy and they represent man. They represent Israel, and we are all the blasphemers. That we, it's man as God, so they were putting the sin of man on it. Now, even if you never heard of the smicha, most people never heard of the smichai, everybody who's a believer has performed the smicha. How? In order to get saved, what do you do? He's on the cross already. He died, but you have to say... Jesus, you have to touch him with your life and his life. Come together and say, Jesus, you died for my sins. These are my sins you bore. That's the smicha. You're touching him and becoming one with him and saying, you're one with me on that cross, and I'm one with you now. And the other thing about it is when the high priest would offer up the sacrifice, he would have one goat on his right, one goat on his left, and he would present it before the people. One goat is gonna become the scapegoat, it escapes. The other goat becomes the sacrifice, goes to be sacrificed. Two thousand years ago, you didn't have two goats, you had two men, two human beings. One was Messiah, presented before the people, and the other was Barabbas. Wow. And so the thing was, and the thing was, according to the mystery, according to the mystery, the, the rabbi said that two goats had to be identical. Interesting. Well Barabbas and I could they have looked alike? We don't know, but how could you think of any two people who are more different than Messiah and Barabbas? I mean, the criminal, murderer, and then the, the son, the holy son of the father. Well, here's the mystery that his real name wasn't Barabbas. His Barabbas is, is Greek. His real name was Bar Abba, which means the son of the father. So you had the son of the father, and you had the identical, the son of the father. Barabbas means the son of the father. So Jesus is the true Barabbas, but Jesus dies the death of Barabbas, the criminal, that Barabbas could become the Barabba, the child of the Father. We're all Barabbas. He died for us that we could become the child of the Father.
0: Oh, my Lord, that <laughs> is just fantastic. Every time I have you on the program... It's anointed because God has anointed you to reveal these mysteries. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, his latest must-read the Book of Mysteries. Next question. One of the most beautiful of God's mysteries, you say, is the mystery of the bride and groom. Yes. Tell us about that. Yeah,
1: the whole, the whole Bible is, is the mystery of the bride and groom. The whole, our, our existence is the mystery of the bride and groom. In the ancient Hebrew marriage, in order for there to be a marriage, the Hebrew bridegroom had to make a journey from his house to the house of the bride. He had to, no matter where she lived, he had to go there. And then he would propose to her and he had to offer up a treasure for her. And if she said yes, they become married. But then he leaves her, and they're separated for over a year. What do they do? It's a time of preparation. She gets ready to leave her house, say goodbye to the house, everything she's known, and become beautiful for the bride. He spends that time preparing a house for her. So what happens? At the end of that period, the wedding day comes. He's dressed up as a king now. It's at nighttime, the torchlight at night, the big procession. He makes it one more journey to the bride's house. They come in this procession. She sees him, they see each other face to face. She moves her veil for the first time. Then they're lifted up on this together, on this sedan chair. They're taken away in this great procession. She looks back, sees the house of her childhood fading away. Then she sees the house that's been prepared for her in love, and then she they enter in and she sits under the canopy with her with the bridegroom and they then become one. Well, what does it have to do with us? Here's the mystery. The bride is us. And even if you're not born again, you were born to be the bride. That's why you're never, you're never, you're always gonna be empty until you join yourself to him. You, get, you marry yourself to him. Otherwise you're gonna try to marry yourself to anything else. So he's the bridegroom. According to the mystery, The bridegroom, 2,000 years ago, the Hebrew bridegroom, God has to make the journey from the house of the bridegroom, heaven, he comes down to the house of the bride, earth. So he comes into our, and that's why we never get to, it's not that we come to God, he's the God who always comes to us, no matter where we are, he comes, he's got, that's the law of the bridegroom, he must come to us, no matter how messed up we are, he's gotta come, (laughs) And, and he doesn't offer up gold or silver, he offers up his own life, that's the bridal gift. And then, if we say yes, he leave what does he he's got to go back he says i must return to my father because i will go to prepare a place for you the bridegroom is now so now is the time of the great preparation we're not here to get rich we're here to get more beautiful and we're here to get ready to leave and get ready for our new home He's getting ready. He's busy preparing a place. But then the day will come when he must make the second coming. There must be a second coming of the bridegroom. This time, dressed as a king in glory, he's coming not to make a covenant. He's coming to take his bride home. Now, whether we're alive at that time when he comes or whether it's when we go, We're going to be taken home. The bridegroom's going to come for us if we're born again. And we're going to be taken. We're going to see the old thing pass away. And we're going to see a new house that we could never even imagine that he's prepared for us in love, which we call heaven. And and for the first time in our life, we're going to be home. And then the two shall be one. That's a little taste of the mystery of the bridegroom that's in the Book of Mystery.
0: Final words.
1: It's not about you trying to get to heaven. It's about heaven getting to you. And if heaven gets to you, you're going to be in heaven. It's fine. The rest will be there. But you've got to say yes to him. One of my greatest blessings in all these is not just that believers, you know, when they're reading it and they're saying, yeah, I want to see God again. They're being revived. But they're giving it to their unsafe friends. And their unsafe friends are coming to the Lord. You just have to say yes. He's, the bridegroom will always come.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to New York Times best-selling author, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. The Harbinger, the Shemitah, and his latest great read, The Book of Mysteries, that can be read as a devotional, it's a teaching manual, it's a book that shares how Christ loves the church and how the church can truly love Christ. Jonathan Khan I just want to thank you for being with us here today on Testimony. If listeners want to get your book, have you come and speak, yeah. they can go to hopeoftheworld.org. Tell us how listeners yeah. can get in touch with yeah, you. Yeah,
1: hopeoftheworld.org. That's our ministry. You hope the World will send you gifts. We'll send you prophecy updates. Um, also, they go on Facebook, Jonathan Kahn, And the Book of Mysteries is everywhere, literally, from Amazon to Walmart. It's everywhere. It looks like an ancient book that's kind of like what the what's revealed in the desert. So you'll see that there. <laughs>
0: Amen and amen. Well, anyway, God bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you for Jesus. your fabulous, wonderful you. ministry uh, to Jews to Christians. You were once an atheist. Yes,
1: thank you God. You dared
0: God, yes. and then you decided that was not such a good idea.
1: No, after I got <laughs> hit by a train, I said, "Let's re, let's rethink this."
0: Let's rethink this, <laughs> yes. and God got a hold of your life yes, in a beautiful thank way, God and he we did. are grateful. We thank oh, you. Thank
1: you, Jesse.
0: God bless you.
1: God bless you, and keep up the wonderful work. Thank you.